Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited to have you back and excited to talk about today's topic. Um, I want to talk about loneliness today. It's something that I've really kind of felt a lot. I'm sure 99, no, I'm going to just take it back. I'm sure 100 people, 100% of people have felt lonely, have gotten to experience the void that is loneliness, that perhaps some of the deeper and darker things that come along with loneliness. Just want to talk about that today, and I'm excited too. Going back, I would say loneliness is something that I have struggled with quite a lot. I'm just about 22 years old, so don't know a whole lot about life. Wish I knew more, frankly. Um, but some of the advice I have, I want to share. And so loneliness is one that I think I can talk a lot about. So I'm an introvert by heart. I've felt lonely just about my whole life. Um, really hit in high school, hit even harder in college. So about to finish my college career, I can kind of talk about it. If you're in high school, middle school even, or starting off in college, loneliness is something that you're going to have to have and accept and grow with. Because if not, loneliness can be a fungus or something growing on a plant. It just kind of eats the plant from the inside. And so it'll be devastating, but there's a way to kind of tackle it and a way to live with it. I can start off in my past and kind of bring it back to future and then what I've learned so far. So high school, like I said, was when loneliness really hit. Uh, I did it to myself. I still live with my parents, of course. Um, they were together. Whenever I was at the house, so not at school or not playing sports, I was typically upstairs in my room. I was typically by myself. I was typically just kind of locked away almost like what's like Cinderella. Is that what I'm thinking of? I, I can't remember. But every day I would get home from school and I would just go up to my room, maybe come downstairs to eat dinner, but that was it. That was my life. Just stay up there from about four o'clock until next day you had to wake up and go to school I didn't know why I liked being up in my room at the time but I knew I just felt safe and secure there so that's where I stayed and then coming downstairs even talking to my family that was a bit of a challenge um, I think it's just because of my natural want to desocialize that I, I enjoyed that but as I look back it was a little bit more there's loneliness and then coupled with that was depression at the time, I didn't even know what anxiety was. I definitely had it, but I told myself I didn't have it because I just didn't know. You know I was just depressed. So in my high school career, I, I remember going to school, and I tried to fit in with a group of kids that I couldn't fit in with. I tried to hang out with them, be cool. Nothing I could do would really capture their attention, I would say. it would Nothing I would say, like, yeah, I can make them laugh, but nothing would want them to want me to be around. I remember these kids, they'd come and they'd talk about, oh yeah, you know, you want to come over after school and hang out and stuff. I was never invited. So I just went back. When I got back home, I would try to meditate, really try to just think about the day, something called reminiscence. That's what I would do. I'd just rethink about the events of the day, talk about where I could have been better, where I could have said a joke here or done something differently there just so they would be friends with me. Really just think out the day and plan to go back tomorrow and redo it. In a bad state, I guess you could say, just coasting through life. 
Later on in my college career, I decided to change friends. I decided to hang out with other people. That, that really helped out a whole lot. Being sociable is who we are as people. We need people in this life. We are social butterflies. Mm, I would say even if you're an introvert like me, I like alone time, you still need other people. You still need people in your life. Maybe you could be that 1% who just just doesn't want anyone else. Um, and in which case, you know, do what, do what works for you. But for, I would say, most people, you need to have other people in your life. You need to have some kind of social interactions. Of course, those social interactions can be frightening. And to me, they are terrifying, especially when talking to girls. You know, I just still don't really do that all that much. But a lot of stuff is scary. You know, anxiety. You have anxiety of talking, of, I don't know, putting yourself out there. Now, coming back to high school, just come home, and that's what I would do. I learned to be in my room. I learned to meditate, but I wasn't good at being alone. And what do I mean by that is I wasn't doing stuff in my alone time that would benefit me. I was doing stuff that would hurt me, stuff that would almost distract from the pain of being alone. That's what you got to really be careful of because it's a slippery slope. I'm someone who needs to be alone after encounters with socializing and stuff. I got to get away from a little bit just because that's when the depression hits. So fast forward to college. Freshman year of college was one of the hardest times probably in my life. Uh, Maybe maybe army camp. I don't know. Anyway, harder for a specific reason. That's specifically with loneliness. That's when I was the first time I, you know, moved away. I was a different city, a couple hours away from home. So I was by myself. I knew a couple people from my high school, but it's people I, I knew of and didn't exactly hang out with. Of course, I had a roommate and honestly, just the presence of someone close to you, like living, you know, in the same bedroom kind of motivated me to get up and do something with my life because I was so embarrassed that I wasn't. <laughs> so that was a big help. But really just you're in this place and you're alone for the first time in your life. How do you deal with it? I just kind of did and what I still continue to do throughout college is throw myself into studies, throw myself into work. Actually, at the time, I threw myself into other stuff I don't really want to talk about. Uh, but I threw myself into a way to escape. I and mean, that has been just a recurring trend in my life. Whenever loneliness happens, I try to escape the pain, but I enjoy being alone because I feel safe alone. What's changed as I'm a little bit older is I almost look forward to my alone time. I still enjoy going and hanging out, but I try to at least get one day a week where I just don't really do much. Maybe I'll still go work out, but even when I do that, I'll throw in some headphones and just try to keep myself internally. But other than that, it's it's like I don't hardly ever leave the apartment that I live at. Maybe go to the store, maybe something very simple, but not really social-wise. And I've honestly, I've really, really enjoyed that, but there's still a sense that you got to be careful of. You still got to be careful of the depression and the bad habits. Because being alone is inherently painful because we're made to be with people. But how do you combine being alone or want to be alone but enjoy it? So what I've kind of learned about just recently is even though you are alone, that doesn't mean you have to start stop working on yourself. You can still better yourself. You can still... Like I said, go to the gym. I like to listen to audiobooks now. Just listen to a great book 
and the one that I definitely recommend is called, I think it's called The Art of Not Giving uh, an F Word. Great book. You got to read it. And it just kind of talks about life and you just got to not care. I'm someone who cares a lot, very deeply about many things, about many people. And I, I've learned a lot throughout this book. I'll listen to a book and play video games and just kind of that combination helps me to better myself, but kind of be distracted a little bit, take naps when I'm alone, work on homework, uh, maybe just kind of lay in bed, meditate, I'd say is another key. I learned kind of how to meditate in high school, probably not great at it, haven't really had any instruction, but I'll just lay there and just kind of think about stuff, maybe try to think about breathing. Then you got to get to a point where you stop thinking about stuff and you just don't move for a while. I know there's saying most people have heard of opening up your third eye. I'm not exactly sure what that is, but I think I've at least accidentally meditated to a point similar to that a couple times. When you're meditating, you get to a point where after, I don't know, 15, 20, 30 minutes, just kind of not moving and really focusing on your breathing, it's like your body becomes asleep, but you're still aware at the same time. That's a pretty interesting feeling. And then after that feeling, kind of, you can start to see, not literally see, but your thoughts become a whole lot more clear. And then during that time, I do a lot of self-digging about why do I feel certain ways? What am I naturally afraid of or tend to do in certain situations? So that's what I kind of do in my alone time. It's still not perfect, still a work in progress. Uh, I still feel alone and sometimes I still get sad when I'm alone. I still get bored and just have nothing to do but then no desire to go out and do anything. However, what's changed now is that I'm okay with that. That me being here alone is better than being with people or with situations that I don't want to be in. I'm more comfortable being alone now than I have been. I think that's going to open up some some pretty awesome things. Because loneliness is something that we all have to deal with. No matter what part of our life we're in, what our situation is, marriage, you know, single, we will be alone. We'll always, always, always be alone. And then you, I guess you start to realize you're not really ever alone if you kind of go down the religious route. And you start to enjoy it a little bit more. Start to enjoy your alone time. I know coming up is whenever I graduate and go out into the real world, I'm going to have to be alone again. I'm going to have to restart over, kind of like going to college for the first time when you first move out. This time, you're going out into just the workforce. There's going to be less kids your age, more just random adults. It's going to be harder, more difficult to find friends and people to hang out with. Different city, different places, but... You know, you're going to be there, you're going to be alone. you got to try to find other people. But how do, you, how do you make the best of what you have? How do you make the best of your alone time? Another thing I'd like to comment on, maybe this is true, maybe it's not, but I'm almost happy now that I've kind of come to terms with my aloneness because I know what being alone is like. I would say I enjoy it 75% of the time, but... That time that I, I do have, I can remember it. Remember the good, remember the bad. And so I think that's going to help me out in future relationships as well. You just kind of compare, is this relationship I'm in, is this in any way better or worse 
than just me being alone? You know, the correct answer should be a resounding, this is better. This is me being with someone else or friendship or, you know, loving relationship is, is clearly better than me being alone. Sometimes you might try to force it like I do. Be with somebody just because you don't want to be alone. That's, that's all you kind of have with that person is just this fear of aloneness. In which case is you'll be afraid to leave that person, to lose them. Because if you do, then you're just going to be alone again. So I invite all of you to try to master being alone. I know some of you it's going to be very difficult, harder than others. If you have a spouse or family that you live with or kids, it's almost almost impossible, I would say, to really get some, some quality alone time other than, I guess, an hour. But if you're like me, still in college, still trying to figure out life, I invite you to try to get, just get a day where you just go without people. What are you doing that day? You make yourself better or are you worse off? Just kind of learn through yourself how to do, how to be better. Uh, boy, sounds mean. Learn how to better yourself in this time. Loneliness is something we all have to deal with, so make it work for you. Anyways, that's all I had. Just want to share my thoughts. Thank you so much for listening.